This is a recording from Elizabeth Elliot's book, Secure in the Everlasting Arms. Read with me. Whatever my lot. Just after the Arab-Israeli War in 1967, I spent 10 weeks in Jerusalem. One afternoon, I was invited to have tea with Mrs. Bertha Spafford Vester, who had lived there all of her 91 years. A fascinating woman. She was the fifth daughter of Horatia Spafford, who wrote the song, It Is Well With My Soul. The story of that beautiful hymn is familiar to many, but Mrs. Vester added details that were new to me. The Great Chicago Fire of the 1870s caused Spafford, a wealthy businessman, to take stock of his life. Wanting to know Jesus better, he decided to sell everything and move to the land where he had walked. Shortly before the sheep sailed, he was delayed by business, but took the family to New York. For some reason that he was unable to explain, he had the purser change their cabin, moving them closer to the bowl. He returned to Chicago to finish his business. Then came a telegram. Saved. Alone. The ship had sunk. Mrs. Spafford had survived. Their four daughters had perished. Had they been in the cabin originally reserved amid ships, all five would have drowned, for it was just there that the steamer had been struck by another vessel. As we sipped tea and munched on Arab sweets, Mrs. Vester, who was not born until after the disaster, told me how her mother had described the terrible black night when she and her four little girls were flung into the cold sea. Frantically, she had tried to save them. Barely, she had been able to touch with her fingertips the hem of the little gown of one, but could not grasp it. She herself had been miraculously rescued as she floated unconscious on a piece of flotsam. During Mr. Spafford's voyage to join his wife in France, the captain summoned him one day to the bridge. Pointing to his charts, he explained that it was just here, where they were at that moment, that the other ship had gone down. Spafford returned to his cabin and wrote the hymn, which has comforted countless thousands. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows guide sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. That word lot is not one we often use in quite that way. It means whatever happens. That which comes by the will of the powers that rules our destiny, a share, a portion, an assignment. 
when we draw lots, no human power controls which will be ours. But Christians know that we are not at the mercy of chance. A loving hand, great wisdom, and an omnipotent power rule our destiny. The government of all is on the mighty shoulders of Christ himself, who sees all long before it happens. All is intended for our blessing. How different things look to us. Yet think of the faith of Horatius Spafford, suffering the loss of all his children, writing, Whatever my lot, Thou hast taught me to say, it is well. To love God is to love His will. That which He gives, we receive. That which He takes, we relinquish. As glad to know ourselves in the hands of God, as we should be sorry to be in our own, as Finelon said. With what astonishment of gladness or sadness we receive some things. With what reluctance or delight we relinquish others. Yet we find that we can bear our own sufferings. While of others' sufferings we say, That I could never bear. Jim, whose wife has cancer, wrote to me. The assignment is so hard, but always there are the gracious gifts. The winks of a friend, a friend stopping by, a plumber coming at the perfect moment. Coincidences? Not to one with the eyes of faith. God shields us from most of the things we fear, but when He chooses not to shield us, he unfailingly allots grace in the measure needed. It is for us to choose to receive or refuse it. Our joy, our misery will depend on that choice. Thank you for reading with me.